there. I'd like to welcome you into the Smart Buildings Technology Podcast. Today, we're here with Kathy Hanoon. She's uh, the inventor and engineer behind the renewable energy appliance provider, Dandelion Energy. Hi, Kathy. Hi. And uh, just briefly, uh, Dandelion provides underground geothermal sourced heating and cooling. So we're going to be talking about implications uh, of that for commercial commercial buildings and uh, hospitals and other sites. So Kathy, first of all, can you just tell us about um, your background and about the background of uh, Dandelion uh, Energy? Sure. Um, I, you know, I'm trained as a civil engineer in computer science, a computer scientist, and then got started in my career at Google. And my role at Google sort of evolved over time, but it became to source new ideas for Google's moonshot factory, Google X. So I was really looking for technologies that we could create that would really have a big impact um, and potentially lead to big business opportunities. Um, And geothermal really captured my attention because I hadn't realized how much of the nation's energy usage really is from buildings. It's incredibly high. And most of that is going towards heating and cooling in hot water, HVAC. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, most of that is done using fossil fuels today, but clearly we're all starting to think about how do we transition that to something that doesn't, you know, cause runaway climate change is renewable and heat pumps really feel like the answer there. So the, um, the foundation of the company was, really recognizing that there's a technology that's actually existed for decades. It's currently very popular in places like Sweden called geothermal heat pumps. And they're a way of harvesting renewable thermal energy in the ground to heat and cool buildings and provide hot water very, very efficiently, more efficiently than any other way of doing it. And the thing that really captured my imagination is while this technology hasn't yet taken off in the US, a lot of the reasons that it hasn't taken off, they seemed surface level, like things that we could address and solve. And so it just seemed like, wow, this is a really big opportunity to sort of remove some of those obstacles. And then we could actually have a really good solution to the problem of heating and cooling buildings renewably. Yeah. Okay. So how, let's talk about this geothermal uh, heat pump uh, technology. Um, How long has it been around for? You said it was first uh, or more commonly deployed in Europe. And and how is uh, Dandelion uh, taking this technology and uh, making a product with it and deploying it? It's been around in the U.S., at least since the 70s, Um, potentially there might be a few systems even predating the 70s. So at least half a century, there have been geothermal heat pumps going in in the US. Um, But some of the barriers to adoption included, there was no standardization at all. So every time somebody wanted to do a geothermal heat pump installation, it was kind of a system that needed to be custom designed from scratch using highly specialized experts who aren't aren't available everywhere. So if you're just a normal person looking to do this, you would really have to go very far out of your way to do the research. And then you'd have to pay a lot to get one of these systems installed. And because of this, they have historically had a reputation of being very expensive, but actually today 
they're less expensive than many fossil fuel options. So that has really changed in the last few years. Um, another barrier was there just haven't been a lot of um, providers in the US. Um, so, you know, in some places, if you tried to get one, you might just not have somebody who could install them. And from a, you know, as we were looking at this problem and thinking, how could we innovate and really make this much more standardized, a much more mainstream scaled product, we looked at things like, how could we build a design that just works for most homes? So you can just do the same thing in many different buildings instead of having to redesign it each time. And how do we create a customer experience that's streamlined and convenient? Because most people don't have a ton of extra time to spend figuring out HVAC. And how do we make this solution less expensive than the existing legacy system instead of more expensive? Because if we don't do that, no one's going to adopt it. So we really looked at that type of problem solving. So uh, does Dandelion um, come out and uh, uh, install uh, these, the system uh, themselves or do you work with partners? And uh, actually the first question I wanted to ask is, uh, so what's the difference um, uh, on, the, on the type of uh, scale for these systems? Like what's the difference between if I were going to have a geothermal uh, heating system put in for my smart home versus mm -hmm. my smart office building? Is it just a matter of scale or is, is it yeah. more complex than that? So it is, um, I would say it is a matter of scale, but not just scale. So in terms of the actual harvesting energy from the ground part of the equation, which we mm -hmm. do using ground loops, which are just plastic pipes filled with water with a propylene glycol antifreeze circulating in it, um, it really is just like you scale the number of ground loops you need to the heating requirements of the building. So you would basically have linearly more um, ground loops for a big commercial building as you would for a residential building, just depending on the difference in heating and cooling needs between those two buildings. So that, that part of the equation is very scalable and pretty easy to standardize in that sense. On the interior, you're going to actually have a difference in equipment between what you would use for a home and a commercial building, but very similar to what we already see. Like the HVAC products that make sense for a single family home are typically different than those that make sense for a commercial building, but a geothermal heat pump can work with both. You'll just need a slightly different set of equipment depending on your application. And is, is the geothermal system, is it... Uh you know, self-contained, if, if you get one of these put in for your building, is does it work uh, alongside um, traditional utilities to, to reduce uh, the cost? Or is it, if you go for, you know, HVAC and heating and cooling uh, geothermal, is that 100% uh, your, your system? Yes, then? it is 100% your system. And so one of the things that really captured my attention with this solution is that it's not um, just an add-on. It's not like something that augments your existing fossil system. It actually completely replaces it. So you only need your geothermal system and you can, it can provide all the heating, cooling, and hot water, um, that the building requires. You're able to transition all of it to 
renewable, well, geothermal runs on electricity. So let me clarify this. You're basically using electricity to run the heat pump, but that electricity is being used to harvest renewable energy from the ground to bring it into the building or from the building to put it into the ground in cooling mode. And so what this ends up meaning is that about 20% of the energy used is coming from electricity and about 80% of the energy used is coming from the ground. So the majority, 80% is renewable energy. You still have 20% that's electrical. So it's not that this solution replaces the need for electricity in a building, it does not. It is actually a way of electrifying heating and cooling, but doing so in a hyper-efficient way that makes use of all of this renewable energy around the building. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, also I would imagine used in conjunction with uh, another uh, renewable energy uh, type platform. Uh, just last week, I was uh, speaking with a fellow uh, from uh, another California-based uh, company, uh, Ubiquitous Energy. They make uh, solar uh, harvesting uh, window glass. So mm -hmm. your windows are, are like solar panels, but they're... Yeah. I mean, could you envision uh, geothermal being, uh, you know, deployed yes. in conjunction with these other renewable type building technologies to have like a super yeah. renewable type, super sustainability? Level? I mean, a lot of our customers, I mean, yeah, you don't have to, but a lot of our customers do have solar on their roofs and um, use that solar power to run the geothermal system. So you really are pretty self-sufficient, you know, as a home at that point. And I do think like one thing I would want to communicate is just that today with our existing customers, we primarily serve the Northeast U.S. today. You know, a lot of them are switching from fuel oil and propane. Some are switching from natural gas as well. And at the prices of those fuels today, especially fuel oil and propane, um, they, they can switch to geothermal and we have financing so they can pay nothing up front and then pay a monthly cost for the geothermal system. And it's actually less than just what it paid, what they were paying to buy fuel oil every year. So I think like what's exciting about the development of geothermal heat pumps is that they're now at a price point where a lot of our customers you know, are glad that they're helping the environment, but it's not the primary motivator. The primary motivator is it's a less expensive way to do heating and cooling yeah. in the home. And it um, doesn't have some of the bad properties of fuel oil, like the smells or the hassle or like the fluctuating prices with the price of oil and all, you know, you just get to escape all of that. So I think that's exciting to me just because I do think that that is the type of thing that needs to be true in order for this type of solution to scale. Right. Absolutely. I mean, however, uh, you know, I was I was I was listening to somebody else uh, with a similar uh, point. Uh, I think it was on cable news talking about the uh, infrastructure for the electric vehicles. That similar type of equation, you know, it's uh, altruistic, but it also has to make sense uh, economically. Um, so anyway, uh, so I wanted to ask, um, how long has Dandelion been? Um, in business and uh, like what, how many of these uh, systems roughly are you going out and projects a year are you working on for at this point for deploying geothermal? Yeah, we've, we, I co-founded the company in 2017. So 
we're coming up on our five-year anniversary. Um, and in that time, we have about in the neighborhood of a thousand systems deployed so far. Um, and that is really, you know, ex that growth is accelerating, right? As we get bigger um, every year, you know, we, we really increase every year, we pretty much increase the amount of heat pumps we have cumulatively up to that point. So it's, it's been certainly like, it's been clear to me that people are ready for this sort of alternative. And I also think it's helped us a lot that the utilities have really embraced heat pumps. And so in the Northeast, we see a lot of very generous utility subsidies and incentives to, for customers to adopt geothermal, which makes it even more of sort of a financial no-brainer. And I think that's really helped spur our growth as well. Understood. Well, I mean, uh, to your point, uh, I have in my notes here that uh, earlier this year, uh, your company raised uh, $30 million in uh, venture uh, capital funds with, with Bill Gates' uh, firm. So, um, so that just kind of proves what you said, <laughs> you know, I guess. Uh, um, so, uh, and I also have in my notes here that you uh, recently gave a TED Talk, How to Heat Your Home Without Warning, Warming the Planet. And um, that's what I will say about uh, the, uh, the you know, notes that I was given before is it seems, and correct me if this uh, perception is uh, mistaken, because obviously we're here to talk about deploying geothermal for commercial buildings. But it, my impression is that it's especially uh, a great technology for uh, smart homes. Is that? Mm -hmm. So I would actually say that um, geothermal is just as great a solution for commercial buildings as for homes. And the reason I tend to use the word home so much and like talk about homes all the time is just because as such a small startup, um, starting out, we had to pick, right? Like what building are we going to focus on? Cause the thing about buildings as you, as you know, better than most people, it's like, there's so many of them and all different types. And like, they're so different, the, the, you know, the way you would sell into buildings is very different if you're selling to a homeowner versus a commercial building owner versus, you know, a school or something. And so we just sort of had to pick which segment do we want to tackle first? And we chose homes. That said, there are other geothermal heat pump companies that are absolutely serving the commercial market. And I think in some ways, like <clears throat> the commercial market is even more ready for this solution because you have energy managers who are specifically looking at return on investment and being very um, quantitative about decisions on which HVAC solutions to pursue in a way that homeowners like to some degree do that, but I would say probably not as spreadsheet oriented in general as an ener a building energy manager might be. Um, and so that, that good payback with geothermal, I think, you know, it's, it's pretty clear to some of the, to some of the building owners that are able to evaluate that technology. The other thing I'll add is I noticed um, yesterday, just yesterday, New York City passed a bill to phase out allowing new buildings to connect to natural gas. 
So, um, you know, in the coming years, you just will not be able to connect to natural gas as a new building in New York city. And I, I think they're at the tip of the spear, but I believe we'll see similar, we've seen, and we'll continue to see similar policies rolling out in other jurisdictions as well. So if you're responsible for bringing a new building of any type online in one of these cities, all of a sudden you need a game plan because you're not going to be able to depend on gas in the future. And, and that has to be heat pumps. Like there really isn't a good alternative other than heat pumps. So I, I believe very strongly we will see a massive adoption of heat pumps coming. And I think for a lot of buildings, the, the question will be, do air source heat pumps make more sense or do ground source heat pumps make more sense? And that answer will vary just depending on the market and the weather and how expensive electricity is and the you know, architecture of the building and, and a lot of factors. Well, thank you. Uh, great point. So all of a sudden it takes, you know, geothermal up from, uh, you know, you're, what you're really saying is it's not going to be a nice to have. It's going to almost be a must have type uh, technology uh, going forward or it can be viewed in that context. So and um, it's a similar uh, dynamic with some of the other smart buildings uh, technologies uh, that we're focused on here. So thank you, uh, Kathy, uh, for joining us today. Uh, we can break the seal. We have broken the seal on our geothermal coverage. I uh, know that we'll be following up uh, uh, more on it uh, next year. Hopefully we can uh, continue, uh, you know, referring to you and, and speaking with you as a resource on this uh, type of stuff. Um, so thanks again for sitting down with us and representing uh, Dandelion Energy. Um, Really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me and for your interest in the topic. Great. Take care. You too.